Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Manhunt continues in Maine for this shooting suspect. An arrest warrant out for Robert Card on eight counts of murder. On the run, I'm using his name. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. 18 dead, injured 13. Those numbers did come down from the initial reports. This from uh, the Governor Janet Mills yesterday. They don't know where this guy is. They thought for a moment that he was at his family's home. Police were actually saying, come outside with your hands up, you're under arrest, come out of the house, hands in the air. But nothing new has come from this. No arrests were made. According to multiple sources, this is a guy who can hide. This is a guy who's prepared to hide. Allegedly hearing voices, threatened to shoot up his own base where he is an army reservist. He was committed for two weeks. There's a multiplicity of questions. But you will notice, like I have noticed, that aside from a couple of the standard gun control conversations, this is not a top billing story. Not like we've seen in the past. Because there is something here that doesn't fit in a narrative conversation. If you committed somebody, how did they have access to the firearm? You wanna scream about loopholes. They had the firearm legally. What did the military not do following this guy being committed? What steps were or were not taken? And that could lead to blame in policy, well, well, that would that wouldn't be good. For me, I'm not in the blame spot yet. I want this guy caught. I want answers. All I know is these 18 people didn't deserve to die. This they did not deserve. You have Ron DeSantis saying Florida helped send weapons to Israel, which, by the way, is legal. I, I, didn't, I didn't know it. It never dawned on me to ask the question. But even the White House admits the legality of the situation. He's arranged to send drones, weapons, and ammunition to Israel as they're getting ready for this ground offensive, which seems to have already started. I'll be talking with Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army, on Tony Katz today. Look for the video at TonyKatz.com. He has sent planes to bring uh, people back to the United States. He is now sending healthcare supplies, drones, body armor, and helmets. Now, some people say, well, this will help him very much in the Republican primary. Some people say, you helped Israel, but not Ukraine. And some people will be bothered by that one. Some people will say, why are you taking uh, what's in Florida and sending it over there? Exactly how much of this stuff do you have in Florida? It's going to be a lot of questions. 
I, do I think it'll help him? I don't know because I think DeSantis, uh, since since the attack by Hamas, this terrorist organization um, that people like Andre Carson refuse to condemn, he's been excellent. He's been outstanding. He's been at the top of the field. It isn't helping him in the polling one damn bit. One damn bit. So I don't know if this is going to help or not. And on the Democratic side, Dean Phillips, congressman of Minnesota, is running for president. He is going to challenge Joe Biden for the nomination. Doesn't matter if he's got no shot. This is what the Democratic Party thinks of Joe. It's not much. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. 66 degrees in the American Standard Cooling Weather Center. The time is 8.15. Earlier today, I spoke with Dr. Lou Perfetta. He's an ER doctor here in Indianapolis. And he is going to be stopping his work to fly out to Israel and train doctors on life-saving procedures and help those in need as he will be stationed six miles from the Lebanese border. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. It's good to be with you. I know uh, Dr. Lou Profeta personally. Our, our families have had many a meal together, a Jewish holiday together, uh, a cigar uh, together. And I spoke to him earlier today about why he's going. Uh, well, Tony, I mean, I'm a Jew, just like you. I mean, I'm Jewish. Uh, I mean, that's what we do. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Israel, um, and it's the right thing to do. I mean, my, you know, uh, it's the right thing to do. So when you reached out, there was a, a call from Israel about we need we need this assistance, we need this help. And while a lot of doctors, thousands of doctors across the United States signed up, the need is more specific. Uh, as an ER doctor, what are you bringing uh, to Israel to teach these younger doctors there uh, when, you, when you arrive tomorrow? Well, it, I'll tell you, Israel doesn't have the same type of emergency departments that we, that we have. They're a little more subspecialized. So if you go there with a broken ankle, you go to a, the ortho, orthopedic section of the ER. If you go there, pediatric case, you go to the pediatric side. So they're a little more sub-segmented. They're just sort of bringing the American and Canadian version of the emergency department. But as far as mass casualty, I mean, they are heads and tails above us. I mean, that, there's so much to learn there. But so many of the doctors um, that have been in the hospital, have been called to the front, have been called uh, in support roles with the military, and that includes a lot of the resident physicians and, um, you know, a lot of your nurses and people that have to play dual roles within the military. So we're, we're sort of backfilling that deficiency of people um, within the department, and you have a lot of young medical students, a lot of young residents that are going to emergency medicine, we're going to try to teach them, you know, chest tubes and how to do cricothyrotomies and and how to stop bleeding and, you know, bleeding control and getting IV access and doing bedside ultrasound and things like that and, you know, try to help. And then obviously they're going to have a lot of casualties and we're just going to be another, another body there to help out. Talking to Dr. Louis Perfetta, ER doctor in Indianapolis. We'll be heading out to Israel tomorrow. 
to help train doctors and save lives during during this war. Um, there will, pe- will be people who te- will tell you, hey, uh, being Jewish is one thing, but going to a war zone is something uh, completely different. As I told you just last night, if I thought broadcasting from Israel would save lives, I would be there. But that doesn't <laughs> seem to be the way uh, that that it works. What have they told you to expect being six miles from the Lebanese border? Well, I mean, I mean, it's the first job I've ever gone to where I've got a primer on what to do when missiles come in and how to seek shelter in a bunker and how to lay down in a ditch and how to get out of a car to keep the car from exploding next to you. Um, you know, what to, you know, why not to be standing up and the shrap metal can penetrate from, you know, hundreds of yards away. I mean, I've never had to uh, look at uh, a primer to go to Anderson, Indiana, or Kokomo, or Rushville, or anything like that. So, I mean, that's not obviously a unique situation. And, I mean, that that's the stuff. It's it's that sort of fear of dying. And, you know, you ask why, you know, why me? You know, a lot of doctors have, have, have applied, but, you know, but as I tell, told my son, but I mean, you know my boys, my boys are grown up, they're men. Uh, my kids are grown. So um, a lot of our doctors that volunteer out there have, have small kids. So I'm older, you know, my biggest fear is I'm not in shape anymore. I don't think I can run away as fast as I used to be able to. So, well, uh, I don't know, maybe do a burpee today. Just get yourself, <laughs> get yourself ready to go. Yeah. I think, I think maybe it, uh, but it, you know, the, the, the idea of um, older, my kids are grown. It, that's an argument of, I can afford uh, to to do this, um, but one could argue that uh, you're you're still putting yourself into harm's way, and and I think that there are a tremendous number of people throughout Indianapolis, never mind throughout the country, who don't uh, maybe understand the concepts of connection. Describe your view of your connection to Israel. Well, uh, again, I mean, you're you're sort of this is sort of drilled in your head from the early times when you grow up, you know, first and second generation, and you're older like me, where your grandparents or people that you know were in Auschwitz or in Treblinka and Dachau and and Mauthausen and other concentration camps, and you saw that the state of Israel came out of the ashes of the worst crime in human history. And that has sort of been as part of your psyche, and it's the only safe place now for Jews. I mean, look what's going around, going on in America right now. Tony, I mean, you and I have, have talked about this on college campuses and, and uh, you know, the graffiti, and, and uh, I've never seen anything like this. And it's, it's like nothing that we have ever experienced in our lifetimes. And, you know, Israel is there to protect us. And it, it, we have to keep it. We have to keep it safe. And that, and and as far as putting people in harm's way, come on, Tony. I mean, the police officers here in Indiana uh, do that. I mean, every person that joins the military does that. This isn't the only situation where somebody like me has put themselves in the harm way for for a greater good. I mean, it's done every day on, in the cities of, of our own town. Doctor Louis Profeta, uh, Saint Vincent's. ER doc, uh, a friend, and uh, he leaves tomorrow, and he will go. Uh, he will go train, and he will go serve. And I, I, by the way, I wasn't kidding. If 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 broadcasting from Israel can make a difference, um, I would do it. I just can't imagine that it does. No one has said to me, "You know what we really need, Tony? We really need commentary." 
from the Lebanese border. I would go do. Uh, known uh, Dr. Rafetta for, for a short while now, a uh, few years now, uh, and, and his family, and, and wish him all the best, uh, await his uh, return, and then we will, we will do a giant debrief, which I'm already starting to put together. A giant, giant debrief on what has been experienced. Uh, somebody had sent me an, an email Tony, it's, news is very heavy. Can we talk about something good? So I was talking about, you know, where you're going to vote in these local elections that are coming up. Sharing stories like this. Uh, there, there is good. There is decency. I don't lie. These are the hard times. There is decency, though. There is good out there. None of it's happening in D.C., where, of course, the painting of the new speaker, Mike Johnson, is going on uh, in earnest from the political left. This was the speaker on with Sean Hannity yesterday. How about that? that? Yeah, welcome to the job. Look, they don't they don't know me. A lot of these people don't know me. And I, I think um, if they would talk to some of my colleagues here, even on the other side of the aisle that have worked with me for the seven years that I've been on Capitol Hill, uh, they would tell them that those things are not true. Um, give me a chance. Let me let me have a chance to lead here, and you'll see what I'm really about. Well, we will see. Well, what they want you to know is, oh, he's he's the MAGA guy. Oh, he's worse than Trump. What else, what else were they possibly going to say? Meanwhile, he's saying that we're not going to increase taxes. We're not going to increase spending. We'll find money to support Israel. We want to be cooperative. We need to work together on this. But we, we owe it to the people to know what the plan is, where the money's going to be spent. And we need some auditing for the dollars that we've already sent over there. These are not tough questions, right? Mm-hmm. Israel is a separate matter. We're going to bring forward a uh, standalone Israel funding measure over $14 billion. Is but it's $14 billion enough? That, well, Israel's requested a little less than that, actually. The White House did uh, by way of Israel. And $14.5 billion specifically is what we're looking at. It's a very specific number tied to very specific measures. But here's the important thing that distinguishes House Republicans from the other team. We're going to find pay-fors in the budget. We're not just printing money to send it overseas. We're going to find the cuts elsewhere to do that. And some people argue you're sending another country $14.5 billion. We need the $14.5 billion. That, that argument is going to come. But seeing things being cut is going to drive the left crazy, as, of course, this would about Joe Biden. I do. I think most of us do. That's reality. It's, this is not a personal slight to him. It, it has to do with, with age and acumen. and every- That's whether or not he sees a Joe Biden's cognitive decline. Everyone's different. Everyone ages differently. Clearly, if you look at a tape of Joe Biden making an argument in the Senate Judiciary Committee a few years ago and you, you see a speech that he delivers now, there's a difference. Um, again, I mean, it's, it's not a, a personal insult to him. It's just reality. And this is, this is what's concerning to us is that we, we, we cannot project weakness of any kind on the world stage right now. This is a dangerous time for all the things going on around the world. The world is a tinderbox. A strong America is good for the whole world, and we have to project strength. I mean, Reagan used to remind us all the time, it's peace through strength. If, if America shows weakness, mm-hmm. it invites aggression by our adversaries. And that's what you're seeing around the world. So uh, I think that's a really important thing to remember. Yeah. But you didn't expect anything else from the left to tear this apart. And you got to appreciate the honesty of Speaker Mike Johnson. Now let's hope it continues and spending cuts start and appropriations bills get passed and we get rid of the omnibus. And then you can say, yeah, Johnson's better.
Right now, some nice conversation for sure. I'm hoping it works out. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Dow futures down 17. NASDAQ futures up 102. Huh. And core personal consumption expenditures price index. That, by the way, was the name of my first band in college. Uh, Increased 0.3%. I don't know what to do with that. So, So does that mean inflation's up? What am I, I don't know what I again. I do not know what I'm supposed to do with that information at all. All, all, all I know is that uh, nobody thinks this economy is good. It costs more to buy a house than it does to rent. Bad news if you're trying to sell a house which includes uh, my parents selling their place in Florida as they move from the, uh, the uh, East Coast to the West Coast. I'm assuming it'll get done, Florida being a much different market than, than many, many other places, and uh, the opportunities there are a little bit greater. But there is this story, as found by our uh, producer, Jonathan. There's a lagoon at Epcot. I have not been to Epcot in a good long time, but there's a lagoon, and I guess there, there's like uh, gondola rides and all sorts of things that 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 go on. And um, there's this 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 guy, this 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 uh, weirdo dude, who decided to jump into the lagoon. Jumped in said lagoon to win sixty thousand dollars. Now, I don't know who bet somebody 60 grand. I mean, that's a very, very Mitt Romney kind of bet. Who bet somebody 60 grand to jump into the lagoon at Epcot? And you say to me, what's the big deal? I would do this too. It's a body of water that you cannot see to the bottom of in Florida. That's a... That's a very, very big life risk. Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't make myself uh, clear. Uh, Gators. There are gators in Florida. And if you jump into a body of water, it is very possible that there could be said gator in said body of water. You know, before you get the Gator Nuggets uh, at your local uh, eatery there in Florida. It was actually part of a whole Gator. Jump in the water. Are you insane? Are you insane? That's weird stuff. Um, Some some things aren't worth it. I got $60,000 and now I walk with a limp. That's not, that's that's not a trade-off. If I'm being asked, that is not a trade-off. Thank you very much. Uh, The Pacers uh, signing the contract extension with Rick Carlisle. He wins his opening game, and they give him a contract extension. That's all you need to do. That is it. Um, 
I would assume, and Producer Jonathan, uh, you, correct me if, if I'm wrong, of course, uh, Producer Jonathan uh, hosts the Shooting the Schmidt uh, podcast available wherever you get your local podcast, sports podcast. Uh, the team seems to be good with Carlisle, and Indianapolis seems to be good with, with Coach Carlisle. I don't have that wrong, do I? No, you were 100% correct. Right? They, Pritchard's uh, the, the, the GM. He's... he's He's clearly bought in. Uh, they, they've engaged uh, 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 getting players to kind of fit this style. They, they, I don't know if they're expecting a team that goes deep this year, but they do expect the team to be able to compete this year, correct? Yes, this should be a playoff team, um, you know, not a team that's going to win a title or anything. They're still probably a year or two away from being able to compete for that. But they're, I think they're a lot of fun, and they, they should be pretty good this year. All right. Well, we'll go for pretty fun. I mean, they beat the Wizards opening night, one forty-three to one twenty. So, uh, while what what they were lacking on defense, they were fine with on offense. Um, I, I I want them to do well. I want them to succeed. That that's that's what I want. So, if Carlisle's the guy, great, great. Let's see it go. Let's see it grow. Let's see a championship. Why not? What the heck, Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. So at a high school in Pittsburgh in an area called Squirrel Hill, on a like half wall, retaining wall of the grounds of the high school, there is graffiti that reads Free Palestine. Squirrel Hill is where the Tree of Life synagogue is, where 11 people were murdered for being Jewish. Tony Katz. Oh! 93 WIBC, good morning. It's the standard. Here is a car in uh, White Plains, New York, with a swastika on it. Um, A Palestinian flag and uh, a whole bunch of messages about how bad the Jews are. Just driving around town. But that's fine. Confederate flag, people would be, would be stopping the car and trying to kill the driver. It's, it's remarkable. The shift here. Um, as a reminder to uh, any uh, Jewish student listening uh, uh, college campus, uh, any, anywhere, you need anything, just ask. You're not alone. We we got you covered. We we got you. We're we're gonna do what we can. Not not a problem. Not an issue. Just not. Just reach out. Tony at TonyCats.com. I will do what I can if I can, and I will try and do a tremendous uh, 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 amount. But man, what you are seeing is stunning. And then you've got people trying to defend Rashida Tlaib. You've got people trying to defend Ilhan Omar. Uh, was it Corey Bush? These are my sisters. And you just don't like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar because you're Islamophobic. Shut up. Your sisters hate Jews. They lie about Israel bombing a hospital in Gaza. It never happened. They do it to foment hate against Jews. They should be thrown out of Congress. And you, Cory Bush, who lied about hands up, don't shoot. You should be voted out of office. Holy mackerel.
Yeah, it, 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 is, it is bothersome to me. Forgive the stutter there. It is bothersome to me that this is so uh, dominating. But I think for a lot of people, this is extremely important because I don't think they ever realized exactly how much hatred there was. And this doesn't get better. This gets worse before it gets better. Now, there are good things happening and good things going on. Uh, and things happening all uh, around uh, Indianapolis. And, you know, you should go have fun. You should, you should not be, like, living in this, like, place of, my gosh, everything's terrible, everything's awful, the sky is, is falling. No, that's crazy. You've got uh, the Irvington Halloween Festival. you got that going on. Uh, and Carmel at the Palladium, the President's Own United States Marine Band, is 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 playing. Uh, what else? What else do you have? Let, let's let's see what else we've got going on uh, here. There is a uh, Halloween bar crawl that's going to be happening. Well, that's always good. Sometimes you need a good bar crawl. Uh, I'm a, I, I think I'm I'm past the stages uh, of bar crawls. Then again, it's me. I've never actually done a bar crawl. I know. I know. Could you picture it? Could you? Pi- no. No, you can't. Why? I don't know how to be a bro. I just don't know how to do it. I'm sorry. Trust me. It's been a problem my whole life. Uh, Sean Wayans performing at Helium Comedy Club. That's taking place uh, tonight. So you can go uh, check that out. I'm just taking a look uh, at what's at what's going on. The Children's Museum has Booville, the Children's Museum Guild's haunted house. There's a the Connor Prairie corn maze. There are things. Things going on. Go. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. Enjoy a friend. Knock it out of the park. I I never know how to pronounce Nate's last name, the comic. B-A-R-G-A-T-Z-E. Do you know how to pronounce that, Jonathan? Bergazzi. Is it Bergazzi? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. His tour, Gamebridge Fieldhouse, that will be uh, Saturday night. Check that out. What else going on? So, look, there are things happening. There's a restaurant you haven't been to? Go check it out. Go check it out. I'm telling you, I think 317 Burger in Broad Ripple is the best burger in Indy. I'm telling you. Oh, I know. people. Well, well, you'll fight me and, and all that jazz. I'm cool with it. Uh, I'll, I'll try your places, too. Go check it out. There are... there. The, the the times are tough, things are bad, all is true. Doesn't mean you have to live in some kind of in some kind of, of, of fear type of way. It, it doesn't. It, you shouldn't. You don't have to live like down in the dumps. Oh my gosh, things are terrible. Here, I'll I'll give you good news. James Comer is looking at the Biden administration saying, prove it. You want to tell me this two hundred thousand dollar payment was just a loan from your brother? Prove that. James Biden, the brother of Joe Biden, gave Joe Biden a check in 2018 for 200000 It was labeled loan repayment. James Comer wants to see the loan. Because the questions about Joe Biden, James Biden, Hunter Biden, and the money grabs and the influence peddling, I mean, they're everywhere. It's a shady group of people in the Biden family. Super, super shady group of people. 
According to Chuck Grassley, the senator from Iowa, the FBI received criminal information from 40 confidential sources. Sorry, more than 40 confidential human sources. They all provided to some level of federal law enforcement, including the FBI, information about quote-unquote criminal activity involving President Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and James, the brother. Let us take a look. Let us take a look. What is it that the DOJ looked at and didn't look at? What did they decide not to go pay attention to? Why? Because of political bias. This is why having a speaker matters so much. Get the impeachment inquiry back up and running. Get it going. Get the information out there. Don't worry about impeachment. Worry about the information. Proper information. Let the people decide. Don't forget uh, a debate party November 8th. Go to TonyCats.com for more information and to sign up. Uh, The drinks, the cigars, uh, they're free. It's going to be a good time. A good time. Kendall and Casey are up next.